Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast, brought to you by our friends at CECOncology.com. Here live at KS Bar and Grill. Pew, 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 pew. Is that the <laughs> KS Bar and Grill slogan? I'm just trying to get everyone hyped up. I like you know, that. Get, get the mojo back in the right place. I like that you got some positive mojo. Hey, I'm feeling good. Fresh out of hot yoga. I, I'm ready to Are go. you feeling good or is your brain feeling fried? Everything's Both? clicking on all cylinders oh, right now. Oh, good, good, good. I like this. Well, Drew, Drew Franklin's in here clicking on all cylinders. It's good to have you back, Drew. Yeah, I missed you guys last week. Uh, I kind of feel responsible for the loss. We had a good thing going. You definitely should It feel was very selfish of me, but I'm back, and I won't miss another one this year. Promise? No. Because I don't know the bowl situation or where I'll be, <laughs> but I don't plan no regular season misses. No, sure well, well, we'll make sure. Well, We're actually, I might be out next Monday. I <laughs> was about to say I'm going to be out next Monday. I'm you are? To, yeah, I'm going to go train somewhere. No, that sounds cool. So I can get yeah. <laughs> go chase your dreams, bro. Go to the Waterbury Open on Sunday. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> Meet you at the ninth green. Nineteenth. So you're 19th. out next Monday. Where will we ever replace his analysis? And I don't know. I don't know where we're going to find it. <laughs> we're not going to find somebody who's scored more points in Kentucky uniform. I'll guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. But we did have somebody break some records on Saturday. Benny, Benny Snell, Snell yeah. first person to ever rush for 1,000 yards three times in a season. Wow. Yeah. Pretty good. And we're only nine games in. And what's crazy is if someone had done it, you would assume it was sophomore, junior, senior, not freshman, sophomore, junior. I mean, he would do it a fourth time if he were to come back, which isn't happening. But to be a true freshman and get 1,000? Yeah, there were some people on Twitter today like, yeah, but people like Chubb and Michelle came back for another year. I'm like, yeah, well, those are exceptions to the rules. Well, Chubb shattered his leg. Yeah, that that doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. When you have two running backs that are carrying the load or three running backs, it's different. Like, Benny has had a lot of carries. Yeah. A lot of carries. A lot of carries. Just another reason to delete Twitter after that game. Yes, because let's be real, guys. We're sitting here 7-2. and Right now, the only losses uh, are to at at Texas A&M in overtime, probably one of the toughest places to play in all of college football, and to the team that was uh, a two a play away from a national championship a year ago. They were good. They were real good. You were down there on the sideline. Do you think you could have tackled DeAndre Swift? Oh, I mean, I can tackle anybody. But not him. Could no. you tackle him with the club on your hand is oh, the real question. That, that, and just them trying to shed blocks was kind of tough to watch at times because they couldn't really grab the, the jerseys and, and throw them away. I think Cash even said that in an interview, you know. said it was tough and stuff. So, I mean, there's no excuses, and he said that. But that's a damn good football Did, did you ask him if he's ever heard of Shaquem Griffin? 
Yeah, yeah but yep. see, yeah. the difference between the, 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 the he has a small club, which is ideal for poking the ball loose. The big one, <laughs> the thing is as big as the football. So we just dropped their hand off this week. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, and if they're team players. If anybody would do it, it'd be Cash and Jordan Jones. It's not <laughs> <Yeah. happen. laughs> do it not, take no a lot one, of convincing for them. Yeah, Cash no might be doing it with them. a saw right now. No one knows for sure. <laughs> wow. He's the kid who cuts his own cast off at home. Oh, his mom's yeah. like, where'd your cast go? Sawed it off. Really, oh, Stoops emphasized after the game, poor tackling. I'm not going to defend UK's defense. Because, I mean, you need to tackle. But some of those, they just it was just a filthy move by Mike, the ball carrier. Mike Edwards, that guy doesn't miss tackles. He's probably the best open field tackler that I've ever watched wear a Kentucky uniform. He's going to be the first defensive back to ever enter Kentucky's 300 tackle club. And on second and 19, he had a chance to bury Swift in the backfield. And then just Swift said, skirt. Oh, he ended up with his towel in his hand, though, which actually made it worse. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah, he had the towel. It was, oh, I mean, man. that was a filthy, filthy oh, move. My God. I know you should have that, but sometimes the guy just makes a play. That's that's on DeAndre Swift's draft reel. I mean, yeah, he had a, DeAndre had a sick cutback, too, a little mini cutback to find the hole. Yeah, for sometimes the you just play touchdown. a good was, team. Dude, good to watch yeah. those guys. So, like, I, I made the mistake of saying, well, there's no way they can be as good as Chubb and Michelle. Just like I said that after they had Walker and Gurley. Yeah, Georgia has really good freaking running backs. To watch them on their zone run plays, just like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I mean, their their patience and acceleration through a hole, it's just absolutely incredible. They That football team, that was – on Saturday, we saw that, okay, Kentucky, they're close – but there's a difference between a team of all five stars. Yeah, I mean, I think they have 25 stars, and then the rest are like four stars. Kentucky's got like 24 stars, and the rest are three stars. Yeah, there's a big. I mean, there's just a gap there. Kentucky's shrunk the gap. They're ahead of everybody else right now in the East, but it's still a long way to go to a team that's playing for a national championship. A year ago. And especially, well, uh, you go, take it. No, you, that seemed like nope. a very good point you had. No, no. Uh, no yours is well, better. Well, I will add, when you talk about the talent gap, I know star ratings don't matter that much because Josh Allen's a two-star and yada, yada, yada. But Georgia had 55, four, and five stars, and we had 15. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always some anomalies, <laughs> yeah. like two stars that go. But when you go, look at it as a whole, yeah. that's quite a gap. And where it really showed up on Saturday for me was the explosive plays. We had one play over 20 yards, and that was the should have been pick six that bounced into A.J. Rose's hand. Yep. And they had multiple plays over 20 yards. And that's huge. Something Kentucky's defense hadn't really given up that much this year. No. De- defense, everyone just seemed a little – uh, lethargic, I think would well, be a good way to put it. And, and I think it's they made Kentucky look slow because they were so fast. Yeah. They looked fresh. They were ready to go. Yeah. They've been there, done that. They've played in big games. They should have won the title last year. Yeah, they yeah. had it until Tua <laughs> Tagovailoa comes in and dominates. Ooh, they, you, you said that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I told you he, my brain is firing on all cylinders. He does hot right yoga, there. man. That's what happens when you do hot yoga. Iron hour, wait, waited. I, I think where it also really you could you could see the difference in the the depth. They were Kentucky got beat up in the trenches. Yeah, they really did. And I think if you go back to Kentucky's offensive problems over the last three or four weeks, I think a lot of it's on the offensive line. And I think their best players are just really beat up, just really beat up. Um, and and there's no way 
they're not going to use that as, as an excuse. Like, Logan Stenberg's not going to do an interview and say, yeah, well, I was a little hurt. and brought, No, he is not doing that. No. But I, you can tell when they're making mista- mental mistakes that they otherwise – like Big George. When is Big George going to miss a slide call on a third and eight? You know, like, they, they left the dude untouched off the edge. Like, that's, a, that's just the kind of mental mistake that doesn't happen unless it's the ninth game of the season and you're just a million things a million miles an hour. You you get a false start when you're about to run a cool trick play with Lynn Bowden and Benny Snell on third and four inside the goal line. Those kind of little – those mistakes were big, but there's a lot of little mistakes that add up where if one dude messes up on the offensive line, the whole – the whole five, all five look bad. Well, this is also the most pressure that any of that – those players on that team have ever played in with the SEC East, the stakes of the game. I mean, Kentucky has never been in at least the Stoops area in a game of that magnitude, and so that plays a role. Yeah, well, Players are playing tight. They know what's on the line. And, and a lot of guys on the other sideline were going up toe-to-toe against the Heisman Trophy winner in the Rose Bowl seven, eight, you know, about a year ago. Yeah, they, so like, they've been there. Been there, done that. They looked – and I think that's where a lot of Kentucky fans, Drew, I know you're in this boat, where like, it's hard to be mad because it's just like, well, they were better. Like, Kentucky's only beaten that team once or twice out of ten. I, I thought it would take longer than 15 minutes in to let me have my rant. But I hated everyone on Twitter. Well, not everyone. I hated a lot of Twitter Saturday night. The – Basketball season. Oh, reality, this is the U.K. football we knew all along. Yeah. I wanted to crawl into my phone and fight people. I was so mad. <laughs> this is a 7-2 and two Kentucky football team. Kiss my ass. I never would have thought I'd see the day we'd have a 7-2 and two team. Sure, we lost to top five Georgia. It sucked. I wanted to win. You wanted to win. We all wanted to win. We had dreams. Kentucky's 7-2. and two. Kiss my ass to everyone. With the favorable three games left. And it's not – I mean, a lot of it was U.K. – not – I won't say a lot of it. Some of it was U.K. fans. Most of my anger was the national media mocking us like, oh, basketball school. You Whoever the hell that guy is. Yeah, he doesn't matter. But, but everyone's like, oh, see, this is why you're basketball school. No, still ranked 12th. Kiss my ass. Can I say it again? Yes. Ranked 12th in the country in August. I was like, I just seven would be cool. Seven wins would be nice. <laughs> didn't even cross my mind to be ranked. Ranked 12th. You lost to a good Georgia team. Whatever. They're going to go down to Tennessee and curb stomp them. Tennessee had one offensive touchdown against Charlotte, who sucks. You're going to be middle because they suck. And then, my God, Bobby Petrino will be begging for mercy. He will crawl across the field and look at Mark Stoops on both knees and be holding Stoops' khaki pants like, please stop running on me. Please, please, please take it easy on me. We're finishing 10-2. and Kiss my ass one more time. I'm done. Oh, I like it. Good rant. I like it, Drew. We need, we need that basketball season. I know we play Duke tomorrow. It's going to be a fun game. It's still football season. I think it's also worth noting that Vegas set the over-under line at five and a half. Like, not even the, like, oh, not even six yeah. and a half. Five and a half. So, did we win that bet already? Yes. Oh, okay. They, 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 don't, they don't pay okay. you till the end, though. Yeah, that's, oh. that's pretty annoying. Yeah. I, I, I started gambling just so I could make that bet. Guys, seven and two. Seven and two is awesome. Seven and two. And it's going hey, to be 1977 right? the last time we've been 7-2. and two. That's pretty good. Yeah, I was happy when I saw that we moved back only to 12th. I'm like, hell yeah, and that's seems, pretty good. It seemed fair, too. 7-2. Like, and two. Yeah. George is freaking good. When they, when they were showing everyone, or I was looking at the top 25, I was like, 
we're still right up there. Like, there's not a lot of teams in the country that are 7-2 and two right now. In August, if you'd said you, Kentucky will be ranked 23rd, I would be like, eh, I don't know, man. I don't see it. We're 12th for the second straight week. We're ninth in the college playoff rankings a week ago. Kiss my ass. Well, what's, what's, uh, what's Tennessee ranked? I don't know, but they're going to get whooped. They're, I don't think they're uh, – is, is Florida still ranked? Maybe. I don't know. We don't no. care about they, anyone. They got thumped by Missouri. Kentucky lost at A&M in overtime and then lost to a top-five team. That's the only two losses not getting upset. I'm still pumped. I'm excited. And Good. you're going to fight some people through there. your phone. Yes. We get to go into Knoxville, win, and doesn't that end like a 30-year yes. streak? Yes, 84. Yep. 82. 80, 84. 34-year losing streak in Knoxville. So that means this will be the year uh, two 30-year streaks go down. Yeah. I like that. I like the the ring of that. Okay. On See you, Scotty. On a scale of 1 to 10, how awful is the song Rocky Top? Ooh. Uh, hold on. Negative I will. A billion. I get to answer this one. Okay. Because my dad has a CD with twelve different versions. He plays in his car. <laughs> oh. I man. didn't think he, there were they two versions. Twelve. Twelve. There's like a techno, an acoustic, like just a violin. Christmas version. Yeah. I, he he plays it when I'm in the car with him. So, Rocky Top. So is awful. there's twelve versions. So on a scale of one to ten, it's a twelve out of awfulness. Yes, they all suck. I've never been to Neon Stadium. This will be my first time there. Normally, I pond off the the trip to Tyler, but she's terrible luck. So I, Jack and I will be repping KSR down on Rocky Top. Um, what, what am I in store for at Neon Stadium? Just it's bad. pretty damn cool. What? Cool? Well, from their the, view. Yeah. yeah. The, it's huge. I, I dislike the song Rocky Top. But it's really cool how they do sing it. But it's as far full as, the as ugly stadium, as yeah. can be. Good. As far as the actual stadium, this isn't just me being a trash talker because they're a rival. It is not a good stadium. Now, when you're on the field, I'm sure and it's, it's packed and loud. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure that's awesome. But as far as just like the concourse areas and the building as a whole, it is kind of awful. I heard that you couldn't drive a smart car through a concourse there. It's you so couldn't. packed. Um, uh, somebody on this podcast, I won't say who, might have broken in one time. I'll show you all pictures. Not that it's my phone, but oh. might have tripped an alarm one night after. Co- here, notice, hmm. the, notice the picture says 4:11 a.m. Huh. I don't know who it was, but huh? What did what? the did the vol walk? <laughs> what happened post alarm? <laughs> was smoky there? This did person ran as fast as <laughs> I could run. Did they get out? Clearly, they lived uh. to tell the story. Well, it's, it's good that that person lived to tell the story. And I can't wait to live to tell the story about how uh, Kentucky is going to beat Tennessee's ass. Because here's the thing, folks. And we're going to talk more about the Georgia game, more football in general. But I just I got to let my hate out for Tennessee. Because they're one of those that, like, almost like how Nebraska reacted after Wandale committed. And they were like, yeah, but we're Nebraska. Yeah, you suck is what you do. You suck. That's what Nebraska football is now. And that's what Tennessee is. That train wreck of a coaching search they had <laughs> – my goodness, it was like a, a deal or no deal with like every possible candidate, and they just got the last person available, and that was Jeremy Pruitt. So this came up the other day. What happened with that one guy? Why did all those fans pretty much they what was it three years ago? They hired a guy, and then the fans were like, "No, we don't want this guy." No, and it was they this said, past year. Yeah, that was this that was year. Last year. It was oh, Greg really? Ciano. So what he was, was part his, of Urban Meyer? Was he part of he Urban Meyer, or he was at the Penn State? I he was on the staff just, at Penn State. Yeah. Okay. He was that's never like. It was never proven he knew anything. 
But he, just because he was on the staff, they so didn't want him. So that was part of the excuse, but mostly it's because he sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they didn't want him as a coach, so because, they brought that up. Yeah, and he was also, like, an awful human being at Tampa. Like, the, the, the quotes that they had were about as funny as – what was Mike Zimmer's quote about Petrino? Um, Bobby Petrino's a piece of shit, and you can print that. I'm pretty sure that was Mike Zimmer's quote about Petrino. And wow. That's basically – I said ass on the podcast. I didn't know we were going full S-bomb here. But well, it's a quote. It's it's a Mike, quote. Yeah, exactly. Mike Zimmer quote. said it. I didn't I'm gonna say I'm going to look it up just to make sure that um, – If it's not, don't tell us. Uh, but Greg Ciano was like that at Tampa. His, his claim to fame is beating a Louisville team that one time. So, ah. like, I, 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 like he, he's really not that good, and I think that was the main reason why they kind of oh. backed off. Would you like the full quote? I would like to quote. This is impressive. You missed it by a little bit. Okay. He's a gutless bastard. Quote that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll do okay. Ah. Okay. I, all right. That uh, much better quote. Yeah, yeah. Much better quote. I think I like yours better. It's just we're gonna have to throw the <laughs> we're gonna have to throw the explicit tag R-rated. on this one. Yeah, that this was a quote. One. Hey, it's a quote. We're just quoting people. These kids, they hear it at middle school, yeah. elementary, whatever. They're exposed nowadays. They got if you have access to the internet, then you've probably heard or seen worse. But Tennessee, ooh, can you look up another quote? What's yes. the, the Jeremy Pruitt Hoover quote? Okay. Um, I think it's about asparagus. It's like, what's it? It makes your pee stink. No, he said, "What's asparagus?" <laughs> he, like that. That we gotta remember. We gotta put a pin in this because that's got to be a post to remind people that Jeremy Pruitt didn't know what asparagus was ten years ago. Ah. He saw asparagus for the first time while being filmed as a high school f- football coach. This guy was on TV. He got famous that? being a high school football coach, and now he's coaching Tennessee. How the mighty have fallen. Was well, he I'm, not – okay, I might sound dumb for saying this, but was he on Alabama staff? Yeah, yes. so he went so, from yeah. – he was Stoops' replacement for two years at Florida State. And then he – or may, it might have only been one. but And then he went to Alabama to replace Kirby. He was Kirby's replacement. Yeah. Um, Speaking – I got a random thing that's a little – it's on topic but off topic. But okay. on topic, I like how Nick Saban and all of his coaches wear the same color, same uniform. So you know they all wear white like on away games. You know everyone who's a coach. Georgia did the same thing. I think UK needs to go to a uniformed look for the coaches on a sideline. I've only seen Big Dog wear black. I don't know if you're going to get the black off Big Dog. Well, then they all wear black. But it just looks classy, and you're like – you just see them winning games doing it, and you're like, that's a team that's put together. Well, now they do – so, like, the GAs that call signals in are now wearing, like, highlight or green. Yeah, yeah that's well, that's, that's different. That's yeah, that's different because you got to turn and see them. them. Yeah, but everyone else, I like a uniformed look, so you're like – you know who's a coach, you know who's a player. I just think our home sideline especially is just disorganized. That's being a player uh, on the sideline. Like, there's a lot of bodies, not a lot of room. Nick and I shared an elevator when we got to the game, and Ryan Timmons was also in said line for the elevator – and he was dressed like he was going to the next play. It was pretty yeah, awesome. Did. did you all see Timmons on Saturday? I, I, saw, I saw some jerseys, jerseys being yeah. worn. Do you think? <laughs> do you think, as former players, you should dress like you're still on the team? Ooh, it'd be like I a baseball coach. I love Ryan coach. Timmons, so yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, what are you saying? Say, are you saying the coaches should wear this? No, I'm no, saying that, you're talking about everybody dressing oh, like former. former players wear their. Or wear their jerseys. Well, that's silly. That's different. We're not part of the game, like. But you I are. Just, you don't think when Chance Poor went up to kick, he thought, I'm in Austin McGinnis' spot right now, and I have to live up to that. <laughs> but, okay, well, he might have thought that, but he didn't think. Is Austin wearing his jersey in the stands right now? <laughs> Chuck, you, you had your jersey on the other day. 
You wore your jersey <laughs> yeah, for the Ryan Lemon pep have talk. I my jersey on the other day. <laughs> and then it was quickly torn off. How, how did you get talked into that? You know what? You, uh, my mentality, they said, you in? I said, I'm in. If it means we're going to come out and win this game, get these fans pumped up, I'll do whatever. You, well, see, all right, that's what I like to hear. You're willing to do whatever it takes oh, to yeah. get the team a victory, and I appreciate that. Just like I appreciate when Kentucky plays a team that has an offense that I think we could run because that's what Tennessee has. They have the worst offense in the SEC in almost every category. I don't know. Seven points against yards. Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte, for the last four or five years, when they come out with the ranking of every team in college football, they're always at the bottom. They're fun, uh, the bottom ten polls. So I think Ryan McGee has one from ESPN, and Fernelli does one for uh, CBS. Charlotte's, they're big fans of that bottom twenty, bottom ten poll. Big, big, big fans of Do you all know how many rushing yards Tennessee had? 20. At 20 American yards rushing against Barely Charlotte. Granted, there was a sack, I think, for like, or an accumulation Granted of sacks. Granted, nothing. You had 20 yards. yards. Okay, <laughs> there was a big sack. Whatever. You, you had 30 yards in. I don't care. I mean, I agree. I'm 20 I'm, yards I'm rushing. Not. You know they have the the worst rushing offense in the SEC? Well, hell, if you have 20 against Charlotte, I would hope so. They also have the worst scoring offense in the SEC. Oh, yeah, and the worst total yards of offense in the SEC again. Pretty, pretty bad. I'm hoping we go out and just dominate from, from day one then. Jared Garantano's back there, and I guarantee you he is not going to do diddly against his Kentucky defense. Like, even though it's like, oh, he's a winner. He, he threw a Hail Mary pass in a game. He's he's on he, – he can do it all. No, no. Terry Wilson's numbers are – They're pretty better good if, the past two games. You seen that stat? Yeah, he's pretty good the last two games. 15 uh, incompletions for 500 yards? Yeah. On, on that note, I hate to – I feel like sometimes I pick on this certain player because for four years I've been frustrated. But at um, – who was the game before this? Missouri. Missouri. I thought Terry had a good half, and someone had a couple drops that messed with his numbers. Did we notice that someone didn't play a whole lot? Uh, yeah, Isaiah Epps was the someone who – Started, played the whole first series in that his spot. place. He had uh, – Epps had a couple catches. He had – First play was for 11 yards. Yeah, first uh, play of the game. He had two catches for 29 yards. Pretty good. Stepped over. Nice little corner, too, I think. So yeah. Do we think this is a permanent move going forward? I don't also, think so. Also, for our listeners, we're talking about Dorian Baker. Yes. Did not see a lot of playing time. Did not see a lot of playing time. And I, I think it probably is because they're trying to work in a, a different stuff to get in uh, two guys, one of which, Zaire Hughes. Fish. The, why do we call him Fish? Why, 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 why is he Fish? Honestly, I'm not. I think that's just what he was called growing up. There's not really. I mean, Zaire is a weird ass. I'm gonna yeah. look it up. That's his spirit animal. It's just tough <laughs> yeah, to like sometimes pronounce his his name, so he just went by Fish. He's the fastest guy on the team, though. That's unequivocally fact, that's factually proven. Factually proven. Yes. He had a nice catch uh, for 14 yards. It was one of those little like not really a catch, but it counts as a catch. And then showed off that speed. Yeah. Sometimes he forgets where to line up and what route to run. But if you can get the ball in his hands, he's tough to tough to catch. You know I looked up his uh, bio to try to get an explanation of why he's called Fish. It's not there. But do you know what he wants his job to be other than playing in the NFL? Uh, Secret Service agent. Very close. Oh. Why did you FBI. say that? Did you FBI. know that? No, I just like – they're usually along – that's a good you – know, it's my he educated guess. He wants to be the president of the United States. Oh, oh that's, that's even better. That's much better. That is a hell – that is a hell of a response. I appreciate that that's response. That's a hell of a responsibility. 
number one human being. Just in time for election day. I'll, yeah, I'll cast. I hope you. Vo- I hope you voted. Go vote. You'll get a sticker. Uh, unless you're in Louisville, and then those greedy jerks don't give you stickers. It's silly. I'm sick of it. Absolutely Hold sick on, of the lack know of stickers. They call the play twelve fish. What did they the, give the it to? Personnel. That's the, the play. play? They... Nah, it's gotta be the personnel. Did he well, come 12's out? Twelve's the personnel, and then yeah, I've... fish is the play. Well, this is when he. This is <laughs> when he had simple. his. We don't when want he had his touchdown, who do you have his touchdown against Murray State? Yeah, the reverse play. To they, ca- they promised him to play 12 fish. I bet you they could have called it for that trick play because it was like a reverse kind of dip off the wildcat. Yeah. Um, they also called the uh, the play to Ahmad Wagner pass interference on the defense. Three for three, baby. Why not do that every time? <laughs> also, he is huge. I went to a practice and saw him on the sideline and thought, that's a big guy. Then when he goes and you see the corner next to him, and it's like, that doesn't seem fair yeah. at all. Yeah, I don't see why he's not on the field more. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if he doesn't have arms. Yeah. Just put him there. He's done well when he gets in, too. Three so three. I don't know why we're just not throwing it up to him until something goes wrong. Man, and I think they were looking to him on that goal line play as well on, like, third and nine. But Terry just got his rocks blitzed off. Yep. God, but, are you talking about the one where they were showing like everyone was coming and then everyone came? Yep, that one. <laughs> yeah, that looked pretty terrifying. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, usually they show that and then they drop into like max coverage, drop eight. They're like, they no, just said, we're nah, doing we're it. showing it and we're doing it and that's what's going to happen. Kirby brought the heat. Thank you, CB. Doing a little shot here. We'll pause the show for a shot. Cheers. If you didn't know, tonight Drew Franklin and uh, Thank you, sir. his uh, lovely lady Abby, are their teams are playing each other. So it's going to get ugly. Drew's preparing yeah. accordingly. Well, I know no matter what I'm sleeping on the couch, so I thought I might as well go ahead and have some beers with the, <laughs> with the crew here. It's kind of like, like when I drink bourbon, the wife's just like, stay away from me. So, like, I have to make the cognitive – you're making the decision ahead of time. Yeah. Smart. We're both passionate about our NFL teams. Are you all going to sit together next we to each decided. other? We haven't decided. Yeah. Is she here right now? She's on her way. Okay. We might even bring her on the podcast. Yeah, we might see. have to. Ooh. I want to yeah. hear her prediction for the game. I want to hear her cut a promo. Just okay. like Cash Daniel Monday style. night football. Better than it'd, it'd be better than the, the Michael Jordan promo. We almost went to this game tonight. It's at Dallas in that big-ass stadium. But you realize you couldn't miss two podcasts <laughs> in a row? Exactly. No, that never crossed my mind. We played Duke tomorrow in that other sport. Mm. Ah, yes. But now that you mention it, I'd definitely not miss another podcast. Yeah, yeah definitely. I knew, I knew it was in the back of your mind. You just didn't know. Just didn't know. Uh, let's go back to the Georgia thing. Actually, you know what? I want to just can – we, can we pat ourselves on the back? I don't think I have anything to pat myself on the back for. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back because, folks, I, I, I made a funny today. <laughs> oh. I made a funny <laughs> today. A good game I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back because uh, – well, I, I made the easiest crowd in the room ever laugh because whenever we're talking to him, it's like, yeah, I saw Epson more. What was the, kind of the deal with that? And then I was I was going to lead that into questions about other players, uh, other receivers playing more. So Stoops is kind of serious, and I was like, he's like, yeah, we're trying to mix up some packages, get some people involved. I was like, oh, so is the package for Ahmad Wagner called pass interference? Ah. Uh. Oh, you said that? The journalists were yeah, – there. They, they, oh. they got they got some, some big laughs out of that one. How I heard you say that. I listened to that <laughs> on the car right here. Got a lot of laughs out of that one. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to just give myself two Even for that Stoops one. Even Stoops cracked to chuckle at that one. Yeah, yeah. 
Man, Stoops, he does this thing during press conferences now, too, where, like, if there's been an awkward silence for a while, he'll just, like, look at me. Because I usually give him, like, stuff that, like, he can kind of go on for a while about. And, like, he looked at me a couple times today, and I just didn't have anything. And I was, like, just just kept looking down. Like, don't stop. Oh. Don't look. Just now you got you got to bail him out if, he, if he's asking for a bailout. Yeah, just, but like it, just, it was like where I don't like, I, I came here with like four things today. Okay, I don't I ain't got I don't got anything else for you, bud. And whenever that happens, just say how much do you miss Charles and Austin? Seriously, Ooh, could yeah. that be nice? you know? I don't think he's missing you too much. No offense, you as Not you know me now either. Who, <laughs> hold on, who was driving the biggest Whoa. Charles Walker hype train for two years? But your boy Bouvier Stepping is up. a Bouvier. <laughs> he doesn't. He had a great catch on Saturday over yeah. on the sideline. Yeah, well, you just put it in his challenge. vicinity, and he's he catching it. Drop it. it man. You he know it's drop. a good catch. You're, it's a good catch when it gets challenged every yeah, time for, you for catch. Yards, and then you like get it. Challenge it. It's pretty awesome. Or they challenge like a definitely incomplete, then they come back and it's like a you know the Benny meme or GIF whatever. Oh you the yeah. Camera. When you go, it, your it's fo- that when your girl go through your phone when you're challenging my catch. It's yeah. like we tipped the scales too far of how much we ran the ball that now we got to pass some, even though running's our bread and butter. Because there is, like, Terry came out passing the ball really well, and I know we had that fumble on the opening, our possession, our opening possession. but Second possession. Se- second, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. It seemed, okay, yeah, because we went three and out, punted, and then, okay. No, first, we got a first I try to put that out down. of my mind. But, right. Yeah. Well, and I, that, that is – can can somebody tell me what happened on third and six? Because I I don't I it happened so fast that I missed it. On the opening drive. On the opening drive, it was like we're gonna go tempo, but we're gonna run it. And I didn't really like. Have you ever a tempo run on third? I think it was all right. It's obvious passing. We're gonna go fast and then run it. It's gonna be genius. And then it just. Kentucky fans forever have hated the the draw on a kind of a long down situation. There are times where you catch them off guard and it becomes a big play. I didn't hate it that much. I probably wouldn't have done it, but I like Charles said. I like it with AJ in there. I like it when you can draw with someone with maybe a little more speed. Yes. Like when we had Boom, I feel like the draw was pretty yeah. good. I was about to say, we should, I would like to see a third back. Someone with some speed back there, just to give a different dynamic. Well, size like, red shirting. I know, and I, I feel guess they like could bring him the freshman. What's yeah, the freshman name? Smoke Rodriguez. and Rodriguez, Rodriguez are both kind of like Benny. They're kind of But even fresh legs, backs. though, you will have a quicker burst because yeah. we saw that with Georgia. With the, they got Holyfield comes in. He's like the He's Benny version. really scary. And looking. then Swift is just breaking ankles out there. And I just think we could use some speed in the backfield right now. And Rodriguez isn't necessarily a speed guy, but you're at the point. You can play him and not lose his year. He played yeah. one game, right? Right. I think it would help. I so really do. That means there's something different. There, there's four games remaining. You've got the three regular season and a bowl. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is the part uh, Stoops was asked today, like, are there any guys we haven't seen yet that we might towards the end of the year? He's like, if they were good enough, they'd already be playing. But I think guys like uh, Rodriguez will get some play, especially Middle Tennessee, uh, get some significant reps. I have a, a scenario. What? So Chance Poor's played in two games, right? Yes. Use them at Tennessee. Louisville and Middle suck so bad. You don't need to use them. Could you maybe just not use them? That's a whole another year you would get of him. If I think he was that's up definitely in the back of Stoops' mind. Yeah. You know? that's You'd want him in the bowl game. Right. So yeah. play him at Tennessee. And then Middle, let's be honest, you're not going to need him. Louisville's worse than Middle. Yeah. Not going to need I him. I mean, that, I think that's what you do with any of those kind of – where you try to space it out and do the right math equation. So what's up with Ahmad Wagner? Is he already – 
He can't use a red shirt year, okay. I don't think. Because you have five to play four. And yeah. So he and probably he, already played. How many a years of basketball year. did he play? Three. Three. But he has two years at UK. You okay. have five to play four. Yeah, five, but five years to play four. But he couldn't redshirt again. So he, yeah, because you have yeah, yeah five All to right, play four. So At that point, he'll okay. be older than our punter. <laughs> yeah. And that's saying something. Yeah, and, and to be honest, too, I I still don't really understand it completely with Wagner's situation, but he's got two years. Yeah. Um, next year's going to be – it'll be kind of like K1, where K1 had two. His first year, he got like a couple looks, but not really. And then his, his second year, he played really well. I think that's going to be the case with Wagner. Um, but I'm actually not – like, I'm relatively – I think the one good thing that you can really take away from uh, this pro- past game – let's call it the best thing I saw, shall we? All right. Which, I like I, before that. I get to it, I want to hear about the guy from CBI. Ah, oh, Lord. The guy it's from CBI, CBI, correct? Hey, C-B-I. I was driving through town, and I heard this on my radio. C-B-I. Uh-oh. Charles Walker on my we're, radio. We're worldwide now. Prestige. Mr. Worldwide. CBI Worldwide. Wide. What uh what section are we going to be? And this section of Best Thing You Saw is brought to you by the guys from CBI. Or should I say the guy from CBI? <laughs> a boutique insurance agency specializing in personal lines and commercial business insurance. Whether you're looking for a quote on your home and auto or need help placing your commercial business needs, we've got you covered. When it comes to insurance, always remember Call the guy from CBI, CBI Insurance at 502 901 1488. Kentucky had a lot of fight at the end of the game. They were down 28 to three, and a lot of teams in years past would have mailed it in and lost 42 to 10. Instead, they hung around, they fought with a little bit of luck on that AJ Rose play. They got a couple of touchdowns. Uh, in the process, Benny bruises ankle. Luckily, it's just a bruise, not really a sprain. You take the bruise over the sprain all day. Yeah. Sprain's lingering. That well, sprain's hanging around. For I a mean, while. you say it's a bruise, but Benny's ankle probably hurts no matter what. I mean, well, yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying though, Chuck? Like, yeah. he's still not a hundred percent, and that's tough. Like, whether it's a bruise or a sprain, something's bothering him. Well, and he's a human, so and, and, it's the lesser of two evils. They both yeah. suck. Well, that's why another reason why I'm like, this would be a great week for a third tailback to take some reps. Yeah, because like I don't so we're playing Tennessee. The four of us could beat Tennessee. <laughs> don't even take him to Knoxville with you. Let him relax. Yeah. Take spa day. Spa day. Take the week off. Maybe do just do some hot yoga without the resistance. You know. Yeah. Just to kind of get the sweat going. Beginner stuff. Right. Right. But because the the good thing is is the passing game has picked up where the rushing game has lacked over the last two weeks, and I think some of it is obviously you're playing very talented defensive odds. Some of it is the offensive line just not getting that push. Because the first few drives, Benny was mowing dudes down. They got it going kind of early. Things were looking good. And then I think they just I – don't, I don't really know what happened at that point, but something's gone wrong with the running game the last few weeks. I tend to uh, put a little bit more burden on the offensive line because they paved the way at the beginning of the season. And when you don't have old reliables, it makes everything much more difficult. And I, I think Benny's job has been a lot more difficult the last few weeks. Um, and it's it's the good thing is 
It's getting easier this week. Missouri and Georgia, Missouri, for even though their numbers aren't great, great in the trenches. Terry Beckner Jr. is going to the NFL. Georgia's got some future stars in the NFL, some five-star recruits on there. Um, this Tennessee team, they are just ahead of Vandy, Florida, South Carolina, who are like at the bottom of rush defense in the SEC. They're, they're in the same neck of the woods as them. And in those three games, Kentucky averaged 260 on the ground. Cats are going to be able to run the football against this team. I think we're going to see more of A.J. Rose. But – this is one of those where you get your groove back, you rediscover who you are, and that's a balanced football team. The last few weeks, the passing game's picked up where the rushing game has not been as successful. Terry's been great. Um, Terry. But it, it, it'll be good to get back to a nice balance of time. I, I'm glad we have Tennessee on the road next week. Not necessarily as much for the players because they'll be ready. But I feel like with basketball starting, the fan base could check out if we were playing the middle. But to go in – into Knoxville and win that win. I mean, people oh. are still excited about what's ahead. I, I'm glad that game was next after a disappointing loss. Yeah, my my dad was at the last t- at the last game, the 1984 game against uh, Tennessee. Last time we won in Knoxville, and he always would tell. It, it's a story that he would definitely censor because I was a child, but it involved one of his drunk friends uh, waving a pom pom and a Tennessee's face going woo. And then uh, maybe a, a few uh, words exchanged, maybe a few swings um, before they had to kind of get the hell out of there, before they got chased out of Knoxville. When I was down Good there times. after uh, a friend of mine broke into the stadium the night before, Kentucky went up 7-0 <laughs> and and then had the ball and was about to score again. I don't want to butcher this story. The way I remember it is Derek Locke. I think Kentucky was at about the five. They're on the goal line with the lead. And before Kentucky scored, I was standing in my section yelling to everyone, play Rocky Top again, play Rocky Top again. <laughs> and then Locke fumbled on the goal line, and they recovered it. And, and they then played drove, Rocky Top again. And they drove 95 yards for a touchdown, and I suddenly felt like a little <laughs> human being as the entire crowd was chanting back, here's your Rocky Top. Oh. Okay, while we're on good Tennessee crowd stories, they are obviously a huge stadium, and one of their sections – was like a student section right by my kicking net, and every time I'd line up to kick it in the net, they'd go, oh, <laughs> and nothing else was going on during the game. It was like a TV timeout, but we're in field goal range, so I'm practicing, and they literally have a whole section doing this, and I made the field goal, and I just wanted to flick them off. But I'm, a, I'm a classy guy, so, you know, I restrained, but that place gets loud. Last it really time does. you all were there when they were there two years ago, I feel like they went up really big, but didn't we it was still around. improbable, but there was a little bit of a comeback. I kicked it on sides and we recovered yeah. it and I think and we scored and then we tried to do the same thing again and it didn't work. There was I like think Saheem King of had, offense each. Yes. Yeah, Saheem King had like a long touchdown. Jojo can't well he had, Jojo, one. Jojo had a long yeah. one. Jojo and barely got it. We were kinda yeah. we were kinda thinking thoughts about maybe that a That was a game where Kentucky had like five hundred yards of offense and lost. Yeah. Because there was like 350 rushing 600. yards because they can't stop the run at all. Like 300-yard rushers. Well, they yeah. had Alvin Kamara there too that year, and they had someone else. Yeah, Alvin really Kamara. Good. and Was was Hurd playing at the time still? Jalen uh, yeah, Hurd? I think so. Yeah, yeah that, that, yeah. Alvin I have the Kamara. box score in front of us. It was 49 to 36. But – I think oh, they might have scored one late. Like the, it got it was like thirty six forty two or something. After what looked yeah. like an ugly game, Alvin Kamara too. I just want to thank him for um, helping 
as much as he could have. Well, and playing for the New Orleans Saints is a great fantasy football pickup. Like, I know you don't care about that, but when you have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara on your oh team after yesterday, it's a good day. He's good a day at the Rams. Looking too. over this box score from uh, 2016, one Charles Walker had a catch for nine yards. Oh, that's a big catch. That's pretty big sick. catch. Austin McGinnis, three for three. Long of 37, three for three on extra points, 12 points. That's, good. Go. That's a good day. There we go. Pretty Blake good Bone leading the team in, uh, <laughs> in yards. There you go. Receiving yards. What well, a that's right. No, he had a really sick catch on yeah, the sideline on that game. 37-yarder. Yeah. yeah, it was well, really dope. Can you explain to us what that wide receiver's room was like? Like, Let's just say your sophomore year when it's – Lamar. Yeah. Your, that's, that, no, was that, that was that uh, Your junior year. So your junior year, you've got Lamar, yeah, uh, Blake Bone. Lamar was at the game. Saturday. Dorian Baker, yeah, Lamar was at the game. Um, trying to think, I feel like there was a lot Bidette. of characters. Yeah, Bedet, Juice. That's before Bedet left us. It was Timmons, to say the least. Timmons in there, yeah. No, I mean we had fun. We, we it was good. But who is the most likely? <laughs> I feel like there's more to this story. Who yeah, is the most likely to more. get like? Uh, to do something they weren't supposed to. Jeff. Oh, 100%. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess everyone with different aspects, like school and stuff, would be a certain guy. And then Somebody running on late. The field stuff would be a certain guy running late. <laughs> kind of like, all right, we're supposed to start five minutes ago, and you're getting a smoothie downstairs. So it's like, all right, what's going on? There's so many big personalities in that room. Yeah, we had a lot of personalities. That, that's and that's the, most most the coach was probably the biggest personality. Coach, he was probably the one downstairs. The He's well. my favorite coach ever because yeah. he was so funny. God, him on Twitter, he oh. would just fire back. He's literally the funniest. Oh, he does not care person. about anything on Twitter. Yeah, he got into it with a Louisville fan and said something about their grandmother. I can't remember what it was. Is that <laughs> ringing a bell for anyone? That sounds right. He kept tweeting about 41, 38, because that's the year. Like, he left Louisville, and yeah. then we beat them, and he was feeling himself. Dude. He was on cloud nine. He, he was someone tweeted him something like, game. my yeah. grandmother barely remembers you, and he said, I hope your grandmother's got a big TV so she can watch us win tomorrow. Or <laughs> something like that. Like, <laughs> he he's always firing back. Well, he played, played in the league. He, well, one, he played at the U, and then he played in the league for nine years. So I think he knows how to trash talk. And he's the yeah. U's all-time leading receiver, yes. a program that's had, you know, Irvin, be, yeah. uh, Andre Johnson. I mean, he – He's good, a stud. good receivers. He was more. Did, how many? How often did he show his tape and just be like, "Watch this"? Not too often, but there were <laughs> there were there were days. He just has himself bubbled when, and he just shuts up and just crosses his legs. <laughs> there were days when we would go into the room a little early, like a couple of us would be in there about ten minutes early, and he'd be on YouTube and he'd purposely like try to relate one of his routes or one of his big time plays to what we need to do this week. But he also called himself out a lot. Like when we would have a bunch of fumbles, he would say uh, he had that big-time fumble in the national championship against uh, Oklahoma, I think. That sounds right. And he would always kind of come back to that. And I think even on Twitter to this day, I mean, he has fumbles. He he dishes it out, but when people reply and they kind of get him, he admits it. So if you're going to dish it out, you got to be able to take it. Got to be able to take it. Yeah. Um, I feel like Charles has so many more stories of that wide receiver locker room. Oh. And I, we don't expect you to tell it. That's sacred ground. But <laughs> The smile that he gives, though, yeah. whenever he's like, oh, gosh. Maybe one day we'll do the I uncensored KSR football Ooh. podcast. Secret time? Maybe if yeah. I drink some, some of those beers, it'll happen. Ooh, that, that should be it, like KSR football podcast after dark. 
just turn up at the KS Bar one night. Yeah, we'll have to do a podcast after one of the games and after a big victory. After the Cats win yeah. the Peach Bowl. Which right. I, are we, is it too early to talk about bowls? No, 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 no. It's too hard. No, it's you, you're not a player anymore. I was so you just can talk about, about to say it. that we don't play anymore, so what does it matter? Well, I'm saying, like in the selection wise, like so. Do you think they already have it narrowed down? All right, if they go ten and two, they're going here. If they go nine and I three, they're going here. If Georgia is, um, it's one of those things where you'll get at least three SEC teams in the. New Year's Six games. And if Georgia gets into the play, so like in an ideal world, Georgia beats Bama in the SEC championship. Not going to happen. But if it did. That would definitely help us. It would definitely put us in the position where you could get Fiesta or uh, Peach Bowl. If LSU loses, you also want LSU to lose. We were LSU fans Saturday night. And now we're cheering against LSU Alabama fans because they're the – right now we're basically competing with them to be the third SEC team, the next one up in that New Year's Six because they'll take three in the New Year's Six Bowl. Got it. Um, but obviously you have to win out. You've got to go 10-2. and two. And I think we can all agree that worst-case scenario now is 9-3. and three. And in that scenario, it's Citrus. Citrus really wants this. I think that's where we end up. Yeah. And where is that South? Orlando. 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 So we actually had before uh, – who was the home game before this last one? Uh, Vanderbilt. Vandy. Yeah. yeah. Before the Vanderbilt game, we had the Citrus Bowl people in here at KS Bar, and I met them, and they really, really, really want UK. Yeah, I mean, there's like so they're much – Like, they're fighting for UK. There's so much logistics that go into it that they have to have an idea. they got to have, like, three oh, teams yeah. that they It's all about the money for them. Well, yeah, and – Barnhart always and knows with before our we fan do base, where we're going. I mean, we're we're a good draw. Ev- we're at the top of everybody's list because yeah. yeah. fans are going to go. It's a team that's not normally in that position. We like mm-hmm. Florida. Florida's we love warm. Florida. We love Disney World. Yes, Harry Potter World, pretty fun too. Been there. I went to uh, Disneyland, mm. and I would like to go to Disney World. You never been to the world, but you've been to the land. Well, I was littler, and I just want to experience it as an adult, man. I feel like you're I just bragging that you've been to California before. Yeah, I've never been, I've been west to of Kings the Mississippi. I've been to Kings Island. I mean, <laughs> so, no, uh, Kentucky Kingdom in Louisville. So would you all rather – Kings Island, though, close. Yeah. No, okay. Here's would, you, would you like, say, the Fiesta Bowl against Central Florida? Yeah, boo. Or maybe – I like that. A bowl like not quite Central as Florida. prestigious, but you get a program like a Michigan or someone that just the name has I want a big name. A big I'm name that stinks. I want Ohio State. I don't I'll, care if we want to make yes. a tax slayer bowl. I want Benny to look across the way at Ohio State and run against him. C.J. Conrad, Lynn Bowden, Mike Edwards, all these guys from Ohio. They, they aren't losing Ohio State in a bowl game. They no, will not. That would be nice. Yeah, I want Ohio fun. State in a bowl game so badly, so badly. And I think, I think – Peach Bowl might be the best bet for that. And I don't care where it is. I don't care if they're playing in my backyard. I want Kentucky versus Ohio State. You must have Actually, a big backyard. it would be really cool if they played that in my backyard. <laughs> you don't even have a yard, do you? I do have a backyard. Really? It's a courtyard. I've got a basketball court in my backyard. Well, Not we'll go brag. play there. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be tough on the tackle football. So the Peach Bowl, is that in Atlanta? In the yes, Georgia in the new yeah. Mercedes Stadium. That would be sweet. I've been to Atlanta three – it would be my third trip to Atlanta in this calendar year. So I'd like to see something new. The Coke Museum? But at CNN the same Center. time, I still haven't been to the Coke Museum. Um, and I want the Big Blue Nation to see the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It is so freaking cool. And I tried – like I took 
if you go, if I pull out my phone right now, I took like 40 pictures inside that, and none of them can truly capture just how massive this place is. It is so nice. And have you been to AT and T Stadium? No. Dallas. I, I assume it's like that. Those yeah. are the two. Yeah. It, you look at it and like that shouldn't even be on Earth. Like you feel like you're not <laughs> looking at something that's real. They're the two newest. <laughs> yeah. By far the biggest. dollar stadiums. In it's like, like something out of a movie. It, yeah. In this one, how it's like cut at angles in the side too, just really cool. <laughs> We're gonna get there. Three games left. We got a curb stomp Tennessee, take yep. it easy on middle, curb stomp Louisville, and then we'll worry about a bowl game. See, I think this Tennessee game, it's it's kind of set up like a trap game because they've been down, but historically they've been better than us. Uh, I, have, I, w- I was worried about them three days ago before I saw Charlotte play them. So I, thought, I thought they had figured it out. Of course, it's a road game. We're coming off a loss. I, I was to the point I was going to pick Tennessee to win, and then they scored one touchdown against Charlotte. I would worry about a um, – I, I would worry about a letdown if Kentucky won against Georgia. That's where it's a big trap game, where you've just come off this emotional victory, now you've got to go on the road. Um, but I just want to run through some of the games that Tennessee has played this year, just, just to, to give a little perspective. Please. West Virginia, 40, Tennessee 14. That was the freest money of all time. They uh, Tennessee beats his Tennessee State 59-3. Tennessee, 24-0. Tennessee, UTEP, East Tennessee State, and Charlotte are some of the worst teams in all of football. Yeah, but, I mean, you could look at our schedule and say that we played Central Michigan close. And but, I mean, I look at the comparable, which is, like, South Carolina. Three-point win for South Carolina. That was a close game. And then Florida beat Tennessee 47-21. Yes. And then somehow Tennessee beat Auburn, who – That one well, – that, that, that's, that's a big homer away. Like, home field advantage – can can make a difference if yeah, your I, crowd's very loud and into that was at it. Auburn. So in the in the teams that are comparable to Kentucky, South Carolina and Florida, uh, lost a close one on the road, but got curb stomped at home by Florida. And then the bad teams they've played have been really really bad. And aside from one, they haven't won big. UTEP's another one of those bottom 25 yeah, teams, right? Yeah. Suck. And, one thing to watch for Tennessee though is they do have something to play for. They're they're cutting it close with bowl eligibility. Yeah, and they, they close out the season. And, yeah, they're four and five, one and five in SEC play. So they need to beat two out of the last three teams on their schedule. They got Mizzou at home, and they're at Vanderbilt, which Vandy, Vandy shellacked somebody this weekend too, correct? Yeah, and I think Vandy's won three out of four against Tennessee. They kind of have their number lately. Yes, so <clears throat> Tennessee is playing for something. Um, I, we, we can't agree on that, but I think the, the fact that Kentucky's really going to play something will matter. I don't think it'll by any means be a blowout, though, Drew. Mm-mm. Just from a – Okay, it won't be a blowout. I'll give you that. If, I'm, can I, go on. I was watching Jeremy Pruitt's uh, interview today, and, like, the, the words and terms he were using was using were the most cliché, like, football terms ever. So it just showed me that he had no clue what he was talking about, especially with UK. <clears throat> he said we have 15 starters that are seniors. There's 15? no way that that's true statement, correct? The, uh, I mean, it can't. It can't be on offense and defense. <clears throat> yeah, I know, but there's still. <clears throat> I don't think there's that many. There's no way there is. I, I, I mean, don't know. I think the, I would think close. they'd be. I think they'd be better many. if they had that many. Well, in well, their best player's gone. 
Trey Smith, the left tackle, yeah. he, he had like a blood clot in his lung or something. He's 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 out of football for a while. How is Tennessee's oh their I guess their D line's pretty bad because their rushing defense sucks. Yes. So that helps us because they've that's always been one of their strengths is they got stout D linemen. Derek Barnett, yeah. God, he was a freak. Yep. It's pretty bad. I can't name two Tennessee players. I know the Guantanamo Bay quarterback guy. <laughs> uh, they have Guantanamo, a couple receivers. Yep. Uh, the dude that returned the punt Patterson return was – Yes. He was playing running He played last night. Yeah, I know. That threw me yeah. off. He yeah. had two rushing touchdowns. It's weird. And not like some trickery like the Marshawn Lynch. Back. Yeah. Get the ball in his hands. Let him make a that play, Cordell. If you thought – Chuck, though, if you thought Jeremy Pruitt sounded like an idiot in his press conference, I ain't never heard of that before. That's what he said about asparagus? Yes. Oh, I ain't never heard man. of that before. Yeah. Man, man, Jeremy man. Pruitt does not sound like the bright – he does this – oh, there's something that the Tennessee th- fan makes fun of him all the time. I think he says MK a lot. Like, okay. So he's like Mr. Mackey. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's an MK guy. Jokes about MK. The Vols are bad MK. Can I read you their leading ru- uh, rushers stats this year? Sure. 106 carries. This is Tim Jordan. So he's got two first names. Uh. Just automatically terrible. 106 carries, 414 yards. 3.9 yards a carry and two touchdowns. In nine football games, their leading rusher has 400 yards and two touchdowns. It's tough. Their second leading rusher, he also has two first names, Ty Chandler. Tyson Chandler? He just signed with the Lakers. 78 carries for 371 yards. He's averaging 4.8 yards a carry, and his only touchdown was 81-yarder. They, they don't have any continuity at running back. They don't have any running game at all. Kentucky's going to get all up in that Tennessee offense. Vol. Yeah, all up in that vol. We're going 10-2, yeah. right? Come on. Yeah, that's happening. I said this year if we're not 10-2, it's a bust. Oh, whoa, With whoa, whoa. these three games don't, left, don't, it is. It's in, in well, the you don't want to put your label is. for the whole season on these last three games. No, but in their mind, they'll be disappointed. Oh, they will. If they yes. don't win out these next three games. So just, that's how I'm looking at we it, We just too. can't give uh, – fans ammo for it because my Twitter timeline the well I would never tweet this season's a bust obviously it's a good right, season right. if you're nine and three or whatever you're still building and that's if we consistently keep getting better then what more could you ask for I just but I just think it's right there it's all right there for you you're right you're exactly right in 10 and 2 best season of my lifetime this is already the best season of my lifetime they I'm just could lose out and I'd be like that's a seven one season I've only seen that once twice <laughs> Or two years in a row. Yeah. But, yeah, who's counting? Whatever. Uh, You're with me. It doesn't the, happen often. I just get so aggravated during games when I – it's it's so asinine to break down every single play that Eddie Grant calls. Every single freaking play. But you it, weren't him fired. It, no. It drives me absolutely crazy. Because here's the thing. In the course of a football game – there's going to be a couple where you're like, really? And you can pinpoint those few and say, was that really the right choice for that critical moment? I don't know. Third and six, do you, do you go tempo and run a draw? I don't know. When it's third and two in overtime, do you, do you pass the ball when Terry Wilson's had a bad game? I don't know. I can, I'm can. i willing to give people leeway to critique those. But when you're every single play, this is terrible, this is terrible. Well, you know what? Kentucky's moved the ball well the last few games. They haven't been able to, to score more points because they get down in opponent's territory and they shoot themselves in the foot. 
CJ Conrad doesn't fumble the ball, and what did he do? He put the ball on the turf. That never happens. And you know what? He got the ball in an incredibly creative way. They ran a tight end screen that was working. He had like eight yards on it and then fumbled it when he was trying to fight for three more. Yep. They they took the gloves off and ran some great plays. It's the point where you can't he, – he's just now is the scapegoat. And, and, frankly, it's ridiculous. And I don't want to be a butt slapper. My radio show, Kentucky Roll Call, it is – Absolutely you all not. do a lot of butt slapping. It is not butt slapper radio. We will never slap any butts ever. But I think a lot of it, it comes down to coaches can only do so much. Sometimes the players get beat. Football happens against Georgia. Georgia beat Kentucky. The Cats fought hard. They got back in the game. They were a couple plays in the way for making it a one-score game. They fought like hell. This team is the best we've seen in my lifetime. They're going to beat Tennessee. They're going to go 10-2, and two, and then we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun at a bowl game around New Year's. Can I be butt guy? No. Yes. We're definitely going 10-2. I agree with everyone. Okay, 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 okay. But if you go to Twitter and type in Eddie Grant and hit search, <laughs> it's pretty funny. it is ugly out in these streets <laughs> for our offense corner. I'm not saying I agree with it, but it is – Hard out here for a pimp on Twitter if you if you search his name. And I hope he doesn't follow that because it's ugly. But I think if you polled the fan base, there's a lot of anti-grand people. Well, and, but I, not. I think I think it's all just to blame somebody for something. Mm-hmm. But, and I but, choose to blame Dorian Baker. They choose to blame Eddie Grant. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or like they're nobody's gonna <laughs> blame Dorian. Nobody's gonna blame C.J. Conrad for. But like C.J. made a mistake. Big George made Football happens, people. Yeah, I mean, okay? it's, a, it's a game at the end of the day. And I don't know enough about play calling and stuff, but I, I know Eddie Grant comes in prepared. He he does the work throughout the week. So, I mean, I can't see that he's making too many mistakes. And, like, if we score in that Georgia game and we have Jake Fromm in actual pressure situations where they're not up already by 14, then I think that's a different ball game. Do like, if we punch it in and score right there and we make it 7-7, seven oh, seven, yeah. it changes but everyone's mojo. It, it's the nature of being a fan. So I watch the game to complain. I mean, it's yeah. – well, Even if it's not fair to the person, someone gets the finger pointing every time. Chuck, do you remember that stat I shared at the beginning of the show? About which? What, it, um, about Benny Snell. <clears throat> oh, yes. Yeah, he's yeah. the first person to ever have three 1,000-yard yeah. rushing seasons. You know who coached that, that three-star recruit? That nobody uh, Eddie overlooked. Grant. Yeah, Eddie uh, Grant. They came in at the same time. Do you know who played him over a third-year starter who had rushed for 1,000 yards season before? I think Eddie Grant. Yeah, Boom Williams was a 1,000-yard rusher. JoJo Kemp led the team in rushing twice, and Eddie Grant played a true freshman over him because he was like, this dude's earned it. He's good enough. you got to give the dude credit for the rushing attack and the way they've played. Some, they, things haven't been perfect. There's no denying that things haven't been perfect. The offense had a rough patch, but they still scored 17 points against a Georgia team that doesn't give up a lot of points. I wonder if Coach Hinshaw ever wanted to call plays because he's with the quarterbacks. I don't know. I'm just stirring stuff up. Chuck, what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, it is true, though. He is with Terry. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. is the quarterback's <clears throat> coach. I'm sure he would like to get his hand on that play calling card. I bet I bet we see a lot more tempo this week, and too. Nick, Nick's right in defensive grand. There's a reason Benny's Benny. Now, I know a lot of it's just Benny, but – Grant is a 
got a quite a track record with running backs. Auburn had two top ten picks. Ronnie Brown, Cadillac Williams, yeah, I mean, uh, the Evans kid for the Giant or uh, from the Giants who was yeah. good. Brainer Jacobs. But, but I, I'm with you. Uh, Sometimes we get mad because you know a lot of times the argument's too conservative, whatnot. I get it, but. Mm-hmm. You can't pile them on that and not look at how Benny Snell is a legend. Rose looks to be a good backup. He started with both those guys. Those are his guys. Rose had a hell of a catch, too. Even though that, like, <laughs> yeah. he got tipped around. That was Concentration, awesome. Yeah. Can Concentration, I, I didn't know until the next day. I thought it was Taven Richardson. I guess because <laughs> it's 11 and 10, I just saw the, the one, one as the first number. Yeah. Didn't think anything of it again. Then I saw the highlight on Sunday. I, when it happened, I didn't even know it was Rose. Huh. Every rose has its thorn. Wild play. There's a thorn on Drew Franklin right there because he messed up. So the thorn on Ooh. Drew Franklin was the money line. I, I would, I would like Ooh. to say, I, I, we pat ourselves on the back sometimes. So I, I made him. I did make a, a, a mistake on Saturday night. So after the game, uh, a friend of mine uh, got married. One of my college roommates. So I made it in time to the reception for the toast. We had a good time. Uh, went out to uh, a couple of local establishments. Had some cocktails. Enjoyed that extra hour yeah. out and about uh, because of the fallback. And uh, in the process, you know, I'm talking to Georgia fans. I'm like, you guys got a great team. You know, there was one group of about four or five where I'm like, man, it's just – I don't know how you me stopped. I mean, Holyfield, he's he's just so powerful. He'll run you over. And then Swift runs right by you. And then, to make matters worse, you got a cheat code that you can throw in at quarterback and Justin Fields, and yeah. he's just six foot six and is faster than everybody out there. I just, I can't even believe it. Well, uh, after I had this this conversation, I kind of mosey on over. I get another drink, and one of the people in the group comes over to me and says, "Yeah, you you, you probably shouldn't have brought up Justin Fields." I was like, "What?" And she's like, "It's kind of a sore subject because that's uh, that's Jake Fromm's parents." You were just talking to. Oh. What are the odds? Uh. What are the odds? Uh. And you know what? Yeah, I, I, I should have been able to recognize Mrs. From. Mrs. From is uh, quite the celebrity. Georgia Peach. She uh, she lives up to the hype. She, she nice lady. Believe the hype. Yes, very nice lady. I, I, I did go back and I was like, yeah, I didn't mean to stick my foot in my mouth there, but you know they. Uh, Jake played great too. I was just you know. I, I, I talked myself out of it, but it was uh, it was it was a bad move on my part. But I don't think it was the worst move at a bar that a KSR football podcaster made this weekend. That's got to be awkward. Oh, you talking about my awkward moment? Yeah, I think you had a you had a pretty awkward moment. Well, it's not as much awkward. At, hold on, Tyler. I don't mean to yell in our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Austin said, "Wow, hold on." There you go. There's a picture of Jake Fromm's mom. Yes, yes. Yes, exactly. Chuck, she, wow. she lives up to the hype. Very nice. Yes. The very, looks like a very nice woman. Very nicely. Yeah. Can I see a picture of her? There you go. Come on, guys. This is someone's mother. <laughs> very nice. She looks like a Which, nice woman. There was, I mean, can you not look at Is it a crime to look at a picture of someone? There else? was, there was somebody on campus. We live in a world of information, Somebody, we do. Franklin. Somebody on campus. We have access to everyone with the click of a button. We do. Are we not going to use that? I agree. She looks like a very nice lady. Somebody you offered her. Look up Jake Fromm, Mom. Yeah. So, somebody said Lee Fromm drinks for free here. They had a sign on, on their one house. of those big sheets they put <laughs> on their houses. It said Lee Fromm drinks for free. Someone did their research. Yes, they did. But Drew, I, I would like you to share your uh, your your story from 
a night this Friday uh, night. All right, I'm at Friday night. I went out, uh, went to a little establishment downtown. It's called Bell's. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of their business. They do well. And I saw someone I know. He was with a lot of Georgia fans. And he kind of just comes up and says, hey, you should should meet these guys. They're from Georgia. They're nice. And he kind of nudges me. I was like, I don't know what that nudge is for, but I guess I'll be nice to these Georgia fans. I immediately started talking trash. Of course. Because it's right. Friday night, night yeah. before the game. Got to get in your shots so late game. In, and I wasn't like mean. I was being friendly, but I was letting them know they're on our turf and the Cats are going to win. They, they walk off, probably call me a jerk. I don't know. But conversation over. I'm never going to see them again in my life. Right. Then the guy who brought them over to me comes back and says, hey, did you, did you get in with them? He's like, no, I ran them off. He's like, oh, I was wanting you to meet him because his dad's the chairman at Augusta National. Oh, drop the balls. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Maybe tell me that next drop time. Drop the balls. Maybe text me. You have my number. Uh, uh. Pull me aside. <laughs> whisper it. Anything other than. Hey, be nice to this guy because he's good. I just feel like if he knew that, he should have told me before. Yeah, That's definitely. not being a good friend right there. He that said, be nice to these people. I thought he just meant he went to high school with him. I don't know. It's kind of priming you to be mean to him if someone tells you to be nice. Well, they, had, they had Luke Bryant there, too. They had I saw some him. celebrity status College, the, the The college female crowd loved Luke Bryant's tailgate. I do not like Luke Bryant. Oh, I have such on, a good Luke Bryant story I can never say publicly. But you can say to Does us it out live there, up to right? the Cutler Man, it's story? Bad. Is it better than the Jay Cutler story? Oh, I mean, it's like bring your career down bad. Oh, yeah, we'll leave that it out. It involves a dumpster. Now I better just stay out of it. <laughs> yeah, what is it? <laughs> we don't want Cobra to know anything that might not need to be on the air. <laughs> well, well, well. So um, I'll tell that story one day. Yes, one day, one day. Do we? Do we have anything else we want to say? <clears throat> I actually, I did want to make sure that we got a shout out to the crowd and everybody that was involved in the atmosphere on Saturday. Uh, there have been many games that. We've got up, like fans have got up for, and then they were let down, and it was just like, oh, I'm never going back after this. I don't think there was that vibe afterwards, which was good, because the atmosphere beforehand was spectacular. The salute to service was amazing. Uh, the flyover before the game, uh, Matt Bradford on the catwalk, the Gold Star families on the field, it was incredible. So, and I, I want to shout out to the fans. They were just absolutely insane. That was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. And so, Good job, BBN. You were great. Well, we did miss a segment I wanted to play. Oh, what's the segment you want to play? Worst thing I ever saw. Oh, worst well, we thing you ever do saw. Best thing I ever saw. Yes. Uh, and I hate to put one of our own podcasters on blast, but at halftime, I saw Charles in line oh. for the wet buffalo chicken. Ugh. Instant oh, regret. Gosh. I, I, I'm not going to be that guy that complains about media room food. I don't normally eat it. I don't have high expectations for it. But the media room food on Saturday looked disgusting. It was, it was worse my than normal. first time up in the press box. I was excited. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. It was not the best. I think the moral of that story is experience matters, and that's what we saw on the field with Georgia handedly oh, defeating the Wildcats because they're a more experienced team in those big pressure situations. And just like our experience, we knew that it was probably going to be bad food. And, and I did not. <laughs> we stayed away. I threw up in my mouth, not at the thought of the food, just seeing Charles in line about to go eat it. Did you at oh. least go tell him? I did. I was like, what are you doing? Go. He's like, oh, okay, the first time meeting room. This is exciting. No, Where's I the said, coffee machine? <laughs> I said, you want to get something to eat? And he was like, all right, yeah, you should. It's awesome. Get <laughs> yeah, it. get everything. Can't go wrong. And I'll tell you what, the cookies were good, though. 
Oh, good yeah. cookies. Yeah. That's because yeah. the cookies are store-bought. Like, cookies were good. Um, do we have a special trash-talking segment that's going to happen, or no? Uh, we do have a special guest here next to me. As many of you know, the Dallas Cowboys host the Tennessee Titans here in a few minutes. My beautiful girlfriend, Abby, who will be my girlfriend at least till halftime, and then we'll see because we're trash talkers. She's a Cowboys fan. I'm a Titans fan. Would you like to say anything about how the game's going to go? She's shaking her head now. Oh, so she's afraid of getting cold takes exposed. Yeah, I think that's she what it is. She's not want to be on record. Because she knows picks. that when people are listening to this on Tuesday morning, they're like, man, Abby, I can't believe she fell flat. I'm just a little bummed she paid Pixar to make a video that didn't exist of me wearing a cowboy shirt. That never happened. That, that was CGI. That was obviously doctored. It clearly was. Clearly. And she's using it to – how many views does it have? It's got a lot, and it's just it's fake news. I hate fake news, but it's fake news. We say facts are optional, but we will not spread fake news, and that was definitely fake news, and I'm sorry you were a victim of that, Drew. Um, Titans are getting it done tonight. They're getting it done. You heard it here, folks. And you know where they're, what's really going to happen this week that I'm most excited about? Cats are going to beat Tennessee. They're going to kick Tennessee's ass. One Tennessee wins tonight. The other one loses on Saturday. There Rocky we go. top, more like Rocky sucks. Rocky Bottom. Yeah. 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 We got them. You all know my dad's a Tennessee fan. I cannot wait to punch him in the face on Saturday. (laughs) That seems like the right thing to do. It's like a scene straight out of Hot Rod. I'll be like, you you brought me into this world, and bam, catch just beat the ball. I'm bringing you out of it. you got to put your hockey gear on first, though. Uh, Fun story. Uh, Tennessee, I can't remember the year. They came to Lexington. I got my dad a ticket. Didn't tell him it was in the student section. It was the year we went to overtime. Lona Sieber had a big oh, field goal. Oh, God. That was the year I learned to hate Tennessee. So someone – hold on. CB's bringing a shot. Another shot. On-air shots. I just – I like that we've got Drew drunk Drew. Yeah. I'm not drunk, but we're getting there. Yeah, so, we're getting there. I'm at the – I bring my dad. He doesn't know he has a student ticket. He's in the middle of it wearing bright orange. Someone starts throwing things at my dad and kind of hitting him. Not hard, not punching him, but getting a little aggressive. And I break it up like, hey, hey, this is my dad. If anybody's going to hit him, it's going to be me. And I turned and slapped him, and I will never do that again. Oh, Lord. <laughs> did you ride, have to ride home with him in the same car? I did. It was awkward. I was pretty young at the time. The game went to overtime. I thought we were going to win and end the streak then, but uh, we didn't. Yeah, you would have been like, what, like 20, 20? Around there. Whew. Bold move. But you know what? You did it for the Cats. I did. You did it to take down the balls, and that's exactly what's going to happen on Saturday in Knoxville. And we can't wait. Appreciate all y'all for listening. I appreciate all of y'all for subscribing. Tell your friends about us. Go visit cnconcology.com. Call the guy from CBI and tune in Call next week. Call me and Solomon and company because you know I Don't need some work. Don't tune in next week. Throw that boy Come McGinnis to KS bone. Bar next week and celebrate with us because we're beating the Vols for the first time since 84 in Knoxville. There we go. Don't Love just it. listen. Don't just subscribe. Participate. Don't just comment. Don't just rate. Sir, what's your name right here? Frank. Frank's here. Come back next week and be like Frank. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I'm talking about, ladies and folks. Drew Franklin. Drew Franklin. And like I said to start the podcast, if you're upset about 7-2, and two, kiss my ass. And peep the technique. Bubble sweat the technique.